0: Police are appealing for information over a missing man, Stephen May, who caught the train from Goodick on Wednesday, March the 24th. The 36-year-old caught the train at 12.30pm and was bound for Sheffield, but he did not arrive at his destination. Stephen is described as white, 5 foot 7 inches tall, very lean, with short hair and blue eyes. He was wearing a dark blue trespass coat, grey jeans and a cream backpack. Anyone with information is asked to contact David Powers Police, quoting DP20210325-168. Classic car lover Mal Powell is setting up an NHS charity run for Withybush Hospital on Sunday, April the 11th. Cars will run between set hospitals and prove a great attraction for onlookers who are welcome to donate to the event. It will begin at 10.30am at the Fort Road car park close to the South Pemps Hospital in Pembroke Dock and then run through to Haverford West Withybush Hospital. After that, they'll make their way past Glangwilly Hospital in Carmarthen and return. Each group participating must plan their own route and pay their own amount per car. This will make up the donation, with all proceeds going to Withybush Hospital. Those interested in taking part should call Mal Powell on 01646 682 Mr Powell said he wanted to raise money for Withybush to spare the NHS pot and thought it would be a wonderful achievement if cars could go on to other hospitals to promote the event, adding that there is no official limit to how far the cars could go in this run. Wales Air Ambulance and other emergency services were called to a medical emergency at Stainton's Plas Peregrine Estate on Wednesday afternoon. Emergency services including police, ambulance and fire teams arrived after concerns over the welfare of a male. The male in question was shortly afterwards taken to Withybush Hospital, seven miles away. Local police asked people to avoid the estate in Stainton, near Milford Haven, while the situation was dealt with. David Powers Police said, We were called to a property in Place Peregrine at around 3.30pm on Wednesday, March the 24th, over concerns for the welfare of a male. He was taken to hospital by air ambulance. Aspiring Bills tradesman Ross Vincent from Pembroke Dock has been shortlisted for an award at the Apprenticeship Awards Cymru 2021. These awards are said to be the highlight of the year for Apprentice tradesmen in Wales. They showcase businesses and individuals who have excelled on the Welsh Government's apprenticeship and traineeship programmes during these unprecedented times. 18-year-old Vincent will be part of a group of 35 finalists competing in 12 categories for awards. The winners will be announced at a virtual awards ceremony on Monday, April the 29th. In his category, he'll be competing against two other people for the award of traineeship's Learner of the Year. After failing to complete a previous course in Pembrokeshire College, Ross moved into a traineeship in Brickwork and said the hands-on practical work suited him better and allowed him to learn from industry professionals. That's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News with me, Kim Thomas, here on Pure West Radio.
1: Follow Pure West Radio on Instagram at Pure West Radio. I'm on an island. Even when you're close, can't take the silence. So let's el-
2: Saturday morning, it's Pure West Radio with Jillipa and we're good. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Between now and nine, we're looking back on the Six Nations. We'll preview Haverford West County's trip to Newtown. We'll talk football with Fraser Watson and find out why the WRU have confirmed the pathway back for rugby in Pembrokeshire and we'll look at all of the sport that's going on today as well as some really great songs to kick off your Saturday morning right here on Pure West Radio. Once again, a very good morning and welcome to the show. Pure West Sport for a Saturday morning. Really good to have your company. And of course, we had to start with the rugby and the win for Scotland in France last night, which means that Wales are the Six Nations champions. And Gordon Thomas is with me to talk all about it. Morning, Gordon. How are you? Good morning,
3: Ben. I'm feeling absolutely ecstatic,
2: to be honest with you, Ben. (laughs) Well, did you see that coming last night? Because uh, all, all the build-up was whether or not France would get the win by the margin they needed to stop Wales becoming Six Nations champions. But Scotland were absolutely phenomenal to go there and get that win in Paris.
3: I thought everybody showed a lot of disrespect for Scotland, to be honest with you, Ben. They uh, they went earlier in the campaign and won a Twickenham for the first time in over yeah. 30 years obviously uh, Wales were in the driving seat and very disappointed that they lost against France uh, last weekend and everybody was just talking about France, they get a bonus point and uh, win, win against Scotland by more than 21 points and they would have claimed the championship. It, they, they made it sound as if it was easy. Scotland really had their heckles up and full credit to Gregor Townsend's side. They thoroughly deserved it in dramatic fashion in a wet, horrible Friday evening in uh, Paris and uh, I congratulate Scotland for do, uh, doing Wales a huge favour. It was a monumental
2: effort, no doubt about it, from Scotland. For Wales, what what does this mean, Gordon? They were so close to taking the Grand Slam in Paris last Saturday evening. But to win the championship is justification, really, for Wayne Pivak sticking to his plan going into this tournament.
3: Uh, Definitely. We spoke about it in the autumn series, how disappointing Wales were. Uh, we have to give them full credit for playing some flamboyant rugby. To be fair, scoring over 20 tries in the championship uh, and sealing, uh, you know, sealing the championship with some really good rugby. To be honest with you, Ben. Um, France were looking very strong both both up front and behind but they were always playing a little bit of catch up to be honest with you. Scotland went it uh, yesterday night and they got a dramatic win. Uh, Van der crashing over Mm -hmm. in the 85th minute to seal victory for Scotland for the first time since 1999. A terrific win for Scotland. But Wales will be jumping for joy this morning that they have actually sealed winning the championship. Uh, Um, It's been a great championship. Wales at 20 points on the board. Second place was France with 16. Ireland and Scotland finished with 15 uh, points each. England second from bottom with 10 points and Italy no points at all. I'm sure Eddie Jones will be... uh Looking into his crystal ball and wondering where it all went wrong with uh, for the Roses, because mm-hmm. they were hot favourites before this championship started, Ben. Well, let's well, be honest. They were.
2: It, everyone was tipping England. We did on the show. We also tipped France. For, for Wales, I, I think they'll enjoy this moment. Will we'll a bit of Wayne Pivak's coaching staff and the players look back on Scotland winning last night and think, it could have been us. We were so close to winning in Paris last Saturday. Delighted to win the championship, Any small bits of you think that could have been us and we could have been taking that Grand Slam, Gordon? Or do you take the title?
3: They can take great heart from winning the Triple Crown. in Ireland, England and Scotland on the way to that uh, Triple Crown, I think Wayne Pivock and the boys will feel that the France defeat last week was one that got away, it was a grand slam in their grasp and they Mm. let it go at the final moment, but it's been a great championship, it's been a fantastic championship really because when you consider there was no fans they had to really uh, put on a show, all the games were really well contested it was only Italy who was really disappointing, they never got up to the plate, they need to improve dramatically in this championship but the, the the rest of the home nations including France, played some superb rugby and I think it was a good advertisement for any neutral who would have been watching the championship and uh, every Welsh man in uh, Wales is very proud this morning to have their breakfast and wake up and read the newspapers that Wales have won the 2021 uh, Six Nations Championship. Well done, Wayne Pivock and the boys. And you were shouting Scotland on last night, Gordon? Definitely. uh, Gregor Townsend's men, our Celtic (laughs) brothers, we were hoping they would do us a huge favour and I congratulate them on an excellent campaign as well, to be fair. They've played some really good rugby.
2: That's a great effort. I'm sure we'll be talking about this a bit more on Monday evening show, Uh, Gordon, between seven and nine on Pure West Radio. We'll get some more reaction. Actually, Fraser's going to join us soon as well. And we'll we'll be talking about why the pathway to rugby returning in Pembrokeshire might not be a million miles away either as well. But it's a good morning for Wales, no doubt about it. Uh, Six Nations champions uh, for 2021. It's got a nice ring to it, I think. Gordon, a
3: good start to the weekend? Uh, couldn't have been a better start, uh, Ben. I mean, I'm sorry my English friend is going to have to sit <laughs> second from bottom in that table. But let me tell you things will quickly change and I know Eddie Jones if he can keep his position will make sure England are firing on all cylinders pretty quickly because quickly, they've got a lot of strength and depth and there's been a lot of fine margins in most of these games mm. let's be honest Ben, uh, oh, it's no. all about taking your chances when they arise and Wales are certainly taking theirs except for the little bit of disappointment they had in Paris last week but I'm sure they will have a few beers this weekend and celebrate in style Well deserved. All right, Gordon, listen, thank you very much for being with us. Bright
2: and early on a Saturday morning. You have a good weekend. We will see you Monday evening from 7 on Pure West Sport. Thank you, Ben. Get more for your money at OC
0: Davis Roundabout Garage Nayland, the MG dealer for Pembrokeshire. Adventure awaits with 0% APR across the MG range, including the MG HS, the new MG ZS, and MG3. Feel the power of electric motoring with zero advance payment on the Mobility Scheme. And as a thank you to our key workers, you can enjoy a contribution of up to eight and a half thousand pounds. Don't forget, all new MGs come with a seven-year warranty as standard. For more information go online to www.ocdavis.com or call 01646 600 858. Hi,
2: I'm Ben Stone, and you can join me on the weekly Pure West Sports Show with G&G Builders.
1: Change for Life is about small changes we can make to be healthier. For loads of ideas to cut back fat, watch the salt, make sugar swaps, or get your five a day, just search online for Change for Life. Download. Download the Pure West Radio mobile app from the App Store or Google Play. It only takes a minute, girl. 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 girl.
2: today morning on pure west radio take that and it only takes a minute i'm ben stone really good to have your company on pure west sport with g and g builders find out more At pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Don't forget, we're here every Monday evening as well between 7 and 9. Bill Kahn, Fraser Watson, and Gordon Thomas with me. We are live on the Facebook page as well uh, every Monday between 8 and 9, and we love it when you get involved. We have all sorts of different guests joining us, and it was brilliant on the show last week, and you can still see the video, to be joined by two Pembrokeshire gym owners, Carl Williams of Synergy Health and Fitness, and Brett shepherd of be Fit Gym. They joined us to talk about why they want more guidance from the Welsh Government in terms of being able to reopen their businesses and get people using the gym. So important as we come out of the COVID restrictions that people are able to exercise. Mental health is going to be an issue. And I thought Carl and Brett spoke really, really passionately about their work. You can see that video and loads more of the interviews we've done over the past few weeks on the Pure West Radio Facebook page page. But we are joined right now by our very own Fraser Watson. He is with us. There's plenty to talk about because the WRU have indicated a potential return for rugby in Pembrokeshire. Good morning, Fraser. How are you? Very good,
4: Ben. And yes, you're right. An interesting week of developments ahead, isn't it?
2: Exactly. We're going to talk about uh, the Wales Football uh, World Cup qualifier against Belgium and the the fixtures to come. But let's start by uh, speaking about rugby. And this week, the WRU uh, published their Pathway to Participation. Uh, the roadmap, which actually sets out when rugby might well be able to return in Pembrokeshire, with, with a, an overall goal uh, that sometime between August and November we might see 15-a-side rugby being played again in WRU competition. How much of a welcome boost was that
4: roadmap, Fraser? I think it's huge, Ben. I think whilst there has been a provisional return to training, which was soon discovered, it's the first time we've seen any kind of definitive plan for a return to league rugby in, in Wales. Um, finally these clubs now feel like they have something to build towards when they were training before it was more of a case of a temporary respite that's how it felt to them at the time they couldn't train at full capacity and they didn't know when they were going to be able to advance from that and as it turned out they never were able to advance from that but now they've got some, some dates they can aim towards and they've got a plan they can work towards as well and in credit to the WU, it, it's quite a sensible roadmap as well, Ben. You know, it allows for the possibility of a third wave that, that many are speculating about this winter, and um, it actually delays the competitive league season until January. So it's almost saying we'll build up to January, we'll take stock if we need to, and then we'll modify the league season at that point. Mm. So... All going well, Fraser. Let,
2: let's just go through the roadmap slightly first. Actually, uh, we're looking at a uh, May the first uh, return date for senior male and female teams to go back to training. It's going to be modified contact training, so so no scrums. Do, do you That's think right. we will see sides in the county taking that up?
4: Oh, absolutely. Um, teams just need to get back out there now and, and get some sense of cohesion and rhythm back, regardless of whether or not you're allowed scrums. And, and it'll be a test for some coaches. Obviously, they will have to adapt to that. Um, the fact that there will be no scrums, it could even mean for you know more exciting, fitter form of training in some respects. It'll speed things up and certainly speed a few practice games up in training as well. So, yeah, I, I've got no doubt whatsoever that, that all sides will take that back up come as early as they can come May.
2: We might see then in July friendly 15 a side games under modified laws.
4: How, how realistic is that, Fraser? That's an interesting one, Ben, because July traditionally is very much out of the rugby season. Mm. It's actually when most teams will be beginning. And I don't think it's going to be quite as straightforward as saying, right, we've been allowed to let's all get back to to sorting fixtures and having some blood and thunder you've got to remember that the local cricket season all being well being full swing Mm. by that point Ben which which will take out weekends for a lot of sides so it would be a case of of perhaps arranging midweek games which doesn't suit everyone so you know it's good that that if we can get to that date but if I would be surprised if, if all of a sudden you've got a glut of games come July, to be honest. I think it'd be more like into August when, when competitive rugby is looming again, that we'll see those 15 side matches. And through that August-November period, uh, it obviously won't be league
2: rugby. The target there is is January. Uh, but you think some sort of cup competition might might
4: see us through the winter, Fraser? Or we chance to play the Pem- It'll be a chance to play the Pembrokeshire Cup, certainly. And I think we may see something similar to the cricket and teams may be put in hubs. There probably will still be some fear over travelling and some cautious over going long distances. We've got, um depending on what variants I guess we have by then and... and On word of it and depending what restrictions are as well so I think we may see some kind of hub groups and some kind of mini tournaments just to maybe get teams back into the competitive mode perhaps the Pembrokeshire Cup as well maybe even the WIU Cup competitions because that's a good window there to get them all played Mm. because they can hinder you in the league season so it's actually an opportunity to to see them played with clubs putting a bit of true focus on them as well actually and then come January my guess Ben will be some some kind of modified league season perhaps playing everyone once mm-hmm. half the amount of games as usual and, and all being well we will get some kind of conclusion then come April or May
2: 2022 Great news, of course, that they've got this roadmap and we'll have a lot more on this on the show on Monday evening. Make sure you join us between eight and nine. But it's, it's stark, isn't it, Fraser, when you talk about those dates, that by the time we see some sort of league action return in Pembrokeshire in January 2022, there'll almost be two years since we last had any. That's incredible, isn't it? Who,
4: who would have thought that we'd go that long? I don't think anyone envisages that, Ben. I think when the season was first curtailed last March... And- 2020, the general assumption was we wouldn't be back until that following September mm-hmm. and obviously things are not worked out like that and we should stress as well that all these dates at the moment are very much mm-hmm. provisional. Um, we do have to be cautious about developments and potential third waves and that's one of the, the sensible things about this roadmap. It does account for a third wave and of course for rearrange fixtures, you know, we do get problems with the weather here in Pembroke and throughout Wales, we do tend to have a backlog, so at least during that winter break, providing that everyone is okay with regulations, it will give... Ch- teams a chance to catch up and I'll give the cup competitions whatever are played a chance to catch up on, on rescheduled games as well but yes I, I don't think anyone in business taking this long but it is what it is now and we just have to follow this roadmap.
2: Okay on Monday's show we'll bring you some reaction from around Pembroke's clubs as well as we uh, look through this roadmap and, and its implications and, and exactly how much of a boost this is going to give rugby clubs in our area and I know Fraser will have more views on that as someone who, who played many times of course for Whitland so make sure you join us on Monday and we'll be really interested to hear your views as well Uh, fraser you stay with us because we do need to have a look at some of the the football stories that are around as we head into the weekend with a couple more matches to play for wales during this international break so we'll do that next on pure west sport Good morning on Pure West Radio. Billy Joel and Uptown Girl. We're going to talk road B with Gordon Thomas and reflect on what happened last night of course in the Scotland France game and also talk about the British and Irish Lions the tour to South Africa. It seems we'll go ahead. We'll get Gordon's thoughts on that very soon on the show. Uh, but right now on Pure West Sport Fraser Watson is with me. It's an international break this weekend for football and Wales of course took on Belgium during the week. They play Mexico today in a friendly that's an eight o'clock kickoff. But looking back, Fraser, on the three one defeat against Belgium, it was a repeat of that famous game in Euro twenty sixteen. But unfortunately on this occasion the score lines were
4: reversed. Yeah, we had really reason dream of it mind, didn't we, though? Went into out of five game and beaten run against Belgium, which is quite remarkable when you consider the year of those matches have been played in. And then you looked under the cost mm-hmm. from the start, and then that glorious opening, Harry Wilson finishing off that one-touch move. And he was a supply, his inclusion, actually, um, playing up front in the mm-hmm. central. I think many people expect Kiefer for Moore to be up there as a target man with Bale and James alongside. But Belgium then just had a spell of possession and a prolonged spell of pressure, where they really swept Wales away. They went in two on half-time up. Rob, page, will be pleased. that he didn't give up. They actually showed a lot of signs of wanting to press in the first 20 minutes of the second half. But then Romano Lukaku's penalty just killed it. Then, so it's no disaster. Belgium, we fully expected to win the group, but it does put a bit of pressure on now for this this home game against the Czech Republic coming up on Tuesday. And of course, there's a game before that tonight against Mexico, which I dare say Wales can do without. But I think a lot of a lot of the fringe players and the players mm. who won't be involved Tuesday will start tonight.
2: Yeah, as you say, that that game this evening, eight o'clock kickoff against Mexico. A good opportunity for. Page to rotate a little bit, uh, but all eyes now there on Tuesday really, Fraser and the, and the Czech Republic match. That's the quarter to eight kickoff. And actually, uh, having lost in Belgium, we knew that was going to be a difficult game. But that's one Wales now will want to
4: win. Yeah, absolutely. Especially the Czech Republic, of course, winning 6-2 in Estonia. Um, so they've already got three points, so they play Belgium tonight. So there's every chance that Wales could be going into Tuesday, you know, three points, if not more, of the Czech Republic, you know. Um, so immediately they'll be under pressure in that game. And should they lose that game, then all of a sudden the top two, they've got a lot of work to do to try and secure any kind of top two finish. So, yes, whilst you know, it's all well and good, saying so Belgium Belgium's a shot to nothing. There will be pressure to perform on Tuesday and they'll need some kind of result.
2: Yeah, indeed. Who, who do you think will be key for, for Wales on Tuesday night, uh, Fraser? Gareth Bale got through 83 minutes against Belgium, probably taken off because the game had gone, but you'll want to see something from him. Uh, Joe Roden, another Tottenham player, um, you can call me biased if you want, but he actually got good reviews for the way he played for Spurs. Uh, played very well. The national break, And he was good in Belgium as well. So there's definitely some hope there, isn't there, for Rob Page?
4: There is. There's been another hammer blow at the same time. Obviously, we've been lauding the return of Joe Allen, how crucial he is for Wales. That lasted just eight minutes before he went off with that hamstring injury. We don't know the extent of it yet, but I'd say it'd be inconceivable he'd be involved tonight or on Tuesday, um, if I'm honest. Gareth Bale is obviously going to be crucial again. He did again show signs of sharpness, with critical ball in that, that, before that open goal for Wilson. Uh, and him and Daniel James linked very well. Daniel James, again, you know, threatened so often, but the final product wasn't quite there. Um, so Paige will be looking for that for him tonight as well and also Connor Roberts, again, such a crucial role going up and down on the right on Wednesday night you do worry about his workload he's played every minute in the league for Swansea City this season he put another shift in on, on Wednesday albeit it was an unfortunate slip for the second goal for Hazard but he'll be another one crucial again to Wales on Tuesday I wouldn't expect him to feature tonight Ethan Amper do, of course will be the same expect him to be there on Tuesday and yes, as you mentioned, Joe Roden was actually one of Wales' better performers on Wednesday, him in the centre of defence on Tuesday would be crucial again. It's whether or not he goes the option to bring his old teammate in and Ben Cabango. He's a good partnership with at Swansea back in in place of Lawrence. We don't know, but th- th- there will be a few decisions facing him on Tuesday. I dare say he can do without tonight's game, but that is the way the football calendar works. You do have to play friendlies in between these qualifiers sometimes. But I think he'll be all thinking about selection for Tuesday and I I don't think tonight's result or even performance will have any bearing on that whatsoever
2: Okay, well I'm sure you'll be watching Fraser in normal circumstances you you were a, a regular weren't you on the terraces watching Wales home and away
4: that's right I saw some dark days but in the latter decade a couple of nice ones as well but yeah no there'll be, still be no fans and well, will still be that way for Euros in, in 2020 mm. the summer of 2021 the way things are looking mm. okay
2: well listen Fraser thank you for being with us this morning uh, looking forward to the show on Monday evening live on the Facebook page between 8 and 9 uh, we'll look forward to talking to you then thank you for your time have a great weekend
4: no problem thank you Ben
5: going back to the corner where I first saw you gonna camp in my sleeping bag i'm not gonna move got some words on cardboard got your picture in my head and saying if you see this girl can you tell her where i am some try to hand me money but they don't understand i'm not broke i'm just a broken hearted man i know it makes no sense Can I move on? Yeah.
2: and the man who can't be moved on Pure West Radio. Saturday morning I'm Ben Stone, this is Pure West Sports. Thank you to Fraser Watson talking about the Wru's plan to getting rugby back on in Pembrokeshire and also looking at the uh, Wales International today they play Mexico in a friendly game. The Republic of Ireland are in action tonight. They're in a World Cup qualifying match against Luxembourg, that's one they have to win having lost in Serbia in the week. That Games a quarter to eight kick-off. Tomorrow, England are away to Albania, also in a World Cup qualifying match. And Scotland are also in action tomorrow, quarter to eight kick-off they take on Israel. But one of the things that's been quite common during the pandemic is how Pembrokeshire sports clubs have actually grouped together, come together as a community and raised money to support good causes. And this week, Bill kahn has been finding out what Fishguard Sports AFC have been doing over the
6: past few months. The pandemic has seen all sorts of people sidelined in Pembrokeshire sport, but some people have used that time so productively. I could almost shake them by the hand and give them a hug for the fundraising they've done and the good work they've done in their community and one club has been amazing with that was Fishguard Sports AFC who helped their community big time as well as sort of moving now into the levels they want to be at back in the first division and someone who played a football forum and scored a huge number of goals although he'll perhaps say one as many as I think but he has and uh, has been treasurer of the club for the last 10 years is Nigel Davis and his company is Small Moves and uh, he's the rest of his time I would think judging by the amount that goes on there is Fishguard uh, and Goodick, so you've got to say you're a big Fishguard boy and big Fishguard fan.
7: Born and bred, uh, Bill. Uh, yes, uh, you know for many years now, and um, yeah. Um,
6: you played with some of the greats of the club. You oh, really, you go back to when uh, you know it was a, a thriving club, wasn't it? Absolutely, it
7: yeah, absolutely. When I was eighteen, um, I played with uh, Eddie Eddie Mary and yeah. Um, uh, my my a Nipper then so yes, uh, uh, yeah. just started off. Um, Ken Harris, did you come? Across I did. Ken? I did come across at a couple of games yeah. with uh, Ken Harris. You'd have a lot from uh, him Yes. There. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. It it
6: was a bit of a blow for Fishguard when you were at the crest of the wave, really gone back into the first division, mm-hmm. and you want to be playing football, and all of a sudden there's a still with that. But the club has been amazing. Tell us a bit about the stuff you've done in the uh time in between nights
7: well obviously i mean i i i got my own business small moves and we utilized uh, my van to um help um help people in the community with um fruit boxes yeah we delivered about uh, two hundred Two hundred uh, fruit boxes to the. And community. it was big moves for those people because they were such so they were people who needed help. Yeah, yeah. every every week, every week, um, about three four weeks, we did um, we did fruit boxes, which is uh, which is really good. I mean, some of the tears on people's faces just yeah. seeing us uh, yeah. turn up and yeah. it was it was so- satisfying.
6: I'm big on fruit, but I get teased a lot on Blue West Radio about my love of cakes and things.
7: <laughs> but you guys, fairy Absol- cakes, and you didn't they drop was, any off for me. Tell us a bit about that. <laughs> Um, that was uh, down to Owen and uh, Owen Duggan, yeah, yeah, and Owen Duggan, Ma- uh, Matthew Griffiths. Yeah. And, uh, they, they they sorted that out. Um, that was nothing to do with me. No, but but it was part a club effort. It was a club yeah. effort. There's a lot. Believe me, there's a lot that goes. Uh, and you took those everywhere, the everywhere. There's a lot that goes behind the scenes. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Bit about the, yeah, I mean, tell us some of the places you took those. Oh, God, um, goodness. the fire, uh, fire Fishguard Fire Station. The fire station, the f- I know, yeah. Pharmacy in in Fishguard, um, lots of old age pensioners, I, old age pensioners, Halford West, uh, the hospital, yeah, um, everywhere, yeah. everywhere, but, um, yeah.
6: Did I hear a story about fish and chips as well?
7: Yes. Because
6: uh, let me tell you <laughs> first, I, I hope the 31 is my favourite chip shop in the world. We go there every Wednesday, and Charlotte gives us the best bit of cod I've ever had in Fantastic. my life. Fantastic. And, and, and you've got them involved as well? Uh, we
7: got Yeah, we got them involved well, uh, in, as well, and um, they, they helped us uh, supply the uh, uh, fish and chips, and um, we, we delivered them um which was uh, which was really good again. So yeah. um, so for the club, I mean, you've had a huge impact in the
6: town of Fishguard, and every, everyone I've we, spoken to says the club yeah. is up there now, it's at the top of Absolutely. the pit, we, yeah. ha, You
7: Absolutely. Know, we had to do something for the community, and mm. um, I hope everybody appreciates it. Coming so, back to the club, it must have been a hard time for you, because, you know, you say when you
6: started, Fishguard were one of the teams, and then they dropped down to Division 2 and even was, lower,
7: yeah. and then they've come through again. You must be chuffed with that. Absolutely, and obviously I knew... A new uh, uh, field in, in Fishcuddle, oh, yeah. which has come on leaps and bounds now, and um, um, just hopefully we're starting cricket. Aye. Yeah. Cricket are you going to a game for, or are you too old? No, of um, course you're not no, too old. Uh, I'm 30, 35, right? i think 35 <laughs> or 36. <so> <laughs> <a bill. laughs> yeah, yeah. On, Something wrong there? No, um, I'd like to have a go at cricket, yes. um You've got Just, the i it, i I've got, sure. I've, got, I've, got, I've got a, a, a bat at home, so I've to dig that out somewhere. No, but, that's um, good. but looking
6: ahead to football, you want to get started. You can't wait for oh, that. Oh, can't wait, yeah. You know, as well as your, your Boys football Randy. team, we have got juniors and you've also got ladies and girls ladies, cricket as well. Yeah.
7: Yes, and there's uh, obviously a disability team as well. well. That's amazing. That, yeah. yeah. So um, it's all coming together, yeah. What it's you want mean, now is a chance to get out and have a game? Yes. I can't wait till uh, the season starts again now. But, um, yeah. you confident? Are Are you hopeful? Definitely. Good. There's that's a good nice. team. There's a good nucleus of a team there you now. So um, yeah. Oh,
6: yeah. that's fantastic. Well listen, it's lovely to talk to you. And uh, all um, I can say is keep the drinking good work because as nice a club, catch, yeah. you're now got the Hoyler is amazing Absolutely. in it. And uh, Absolutely. I remember the opening of the ground is fantastic. So thanks for talking to us, Nate, uh, and all
7: the best. Nice to see you again, Bill. Thank, thank you, but much. thank take care.
2: And that's Pure West Sports, Bill Kahn, speaking to Nigel Davis from Fishguard Sports AFC. They may not be playing as much as they'd like, but certainly Pembrokeshire Sports Club's are doing some great stuff in their communities as the COVID regulations continue. I'm Ben Stone. It is Saturday morning. Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Don't forget you can join us on a Monday evening. We're here every week between 7 and 9. And we're always live on the Facebook page as well between 8 and 9. And if you have a look at the Pure West Radio Facebook page, some of our interviews that we've done over the last few weeks are all there. Pembrokeshire footballer Angharad James was our guest a couple of weeks ago. She's been capped more than 80 times for Wales also the head coach of Worcester Johnny Thomas Wales Rugby International you can have a look at that interview on the Pure West Radio Facebook page and we just heard from Bill Kahn speaking to Nigel Davis he's going to join us next we will look ahead to today's Haverford West County game their away to Newtown and a roundup of some of the other sporting stories on the way with Bill in a few moments time here on Pure West Radio.
0: We've got so much to offer.
2: On Facebook at Fast Track Driving Score or call on 0333 772 0801. See you on the road.
0: At KO Carpets, you know quality is assured. We've been your local family-run business for over 40 years. We're widely recognised as Pembrokes' leading supplier of domestic and contract flooring. We provide full end-to-end service Free measures and estimates Free delivery and free fitting By our professional team of highly skilled fitters Come and see us at Vine Road, Johnston Or drop us an email Sales at ko We're a knockout at flooring You can listen to Pure West Radio anywhere In
1: the kitchen In the bath In the garden On the sofa Even in space
2: Today morning on Pure West Radio, that's Avicii and Levels, Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. You're really welcome. Great to have your company this morning. And we are joined right now by our very own Bill Kahn to look ahead, first of all, to an away game for Haverford West County today. We are big supporters of of the Bluebirds here at Pure West Radio. It's Newtown today, half past two kick-off, and Bill spoke yesterday to the Haverford West manager, Wayne Jones. How was the, the mood in the camp, Bill, especially after the 2-0 defeat against Connors Quay last weekend?
6: It's very good. They, Wayne's a realist. You know, He knows that they need to win this game. It's very, very important because, in theory, Newtown could still sneak sixth place. At the moment, it looks as if Cairn will have that. So Harford-West County, know it's got to be two wins, really. Uh, having said that, you know, Wayne is positive. He's going up there with an attacking formation. I've been sworn to secrecy about the actual formation. But it's fair to say that they're going to make a couple of changes from last week. Um, you know, other than that, they're pretty set. Um Dan Summerfield, a fullback, who's played nearly every game, all of it, he's got a slight hamstring problem. Alaric Jones comes back in from suspension, so he'll fill in the gap at the back very well. So it's all to play for then, Ben. And as you know, Good Friday, all the Welsh team, Welsh Premier teams are playing again their last games before the cut off point for the top six and the bottom six. So by you know, by then we'll know exactly where Harvard West are and who they're going whom they're gonna play in the last part of the season. Okay, so it's Newtown this afternoon. That's a two thirty start, and as Bill
2: said, uh, Pennebont away on Good Friday. So two yeah. interesting games for for Wayne Jones' side, and, and we obviously say a, bit, a big good luck to the Bluebirds for those two games. We'll talk more about the Newtown match, no doubt, on the show on Monday. Uh, just looking back, actually, Bill. Oh, we on the- on the show that we did last week, we had a really good discussion with a couple of Pembrokeshire gym owners, um, didn't we? Who, who were obviously <laughs> fighting very hard to keep their uh, businesses alive and wanting guidance. That was Carl Williams from Synergy Health and Fitness and, and Brett Shepard from B Fit Fitness. Uh, you caught up with Chris O'Sullivan and we're going to hear the interview on Monday's show after seven o'clock. What was his view?
6: Well, we missed him last week. He was asked to come along as a, they were as a threesome. But Chris had had Zoom meetings with some of his clients and he couldn't let them down and he couldn't get a replacement in, um, you know, to fill his place. So I wanted to give him the chance. And he's very much like the other two. He's keeping positive. He's trying to help. He's having great um, response from his workers, most of whom are family people, and also from his clients as well. It it really is a family gym and, you know, you only got to look to see how desperate they are to get going. They spend so long, all three of them, cleaning and making sure that all the equipment is uh, mm. no threat with COVID. And it must be heartbreaking for them to see how other areas of life are not having to be quite so strict. And, and you know, it's, it's a hard business to be in at the moment, Ben.
2: Yeah, you can see the video actually of the interview we did on Monday show that's on the Facebook page and and it got so many comments on on Monday and and we'll hear that interview with Chris O'Sullivan this coming Monday on the show. We're also Bill uh, going to be looking at the Pembrokeshire cricket season. Uh, 25th of April is the official date we're we're hoping to start. This is all pending uh, more announcements from from the Welsh Government and you've been looking into this just to see how likely it is. It's going to be last minute isn't it if
6: we do get cricket on the 25th of April. There's no doubt about that. And there's no one better to ask about it than Steve Blows as the on-secretary of the Pembroke County Cricket Club. I called to see him socially distanced, of course, and had a nice chat with him. And he's of the same opinion as us, Ben. The the announcement's likely to come out on the 22nd of April. The first games are scheduled for the Sunday, the 25th. Now, that's going to be a big leap in faith if we can get those games going, even if it's positive um, on that Mm -hmm. day. If you ask me for my view, I think we'd be do well to get it started the following week and we can play league cricket. It'll be beyond our wildest hopes midway through last year. And uh, let's hope now that we can start playing then. Steve has got all the fixtures ready. The league fixtures are laid yeah. out for the campaign. You mentioned Carew play Halford West the first week. What a game to start. All the cup matches have been drawn right through from the first and second rounds. Uh, all the girls, the ladies and girls cricket, it's just a matter of now being able to press the button and getting going. There are some mighty keen cricketers in Pembrokeshire, a mighty keen like myself, Gordon and Fraser, onlookers as well. Yeah, let's keep everything crossed, Bill, that
2: we get cricket back Mm -hmm. on the 25th of April. If not, you know, a couple of weeks after, I'm sure we'll we'll all take that as well. So, uh, Bill, you have a really good sporting weekend. We will see you on the show uh, Monday from 7, live on the Facebook page from 8. We will look forward to that. Thank you for being with us this morning. My pleasure. Take care. Great stuff, and we will look forward to seeing you on Monday evening for some more Pure West Sport between 7 and 9, live on the Facebook page as well from 8 o'clock on Monday evening. Have a brilliant weekend, whatever you're up to. Frank is on the way after the 9 o'clock news on Pure West Radio. And before that, his Share and Believe.
0: Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. Another 15 new cases of coronavirus recorded in the Hewell-Var Health Board area according to the figures of Friday, March the 26th. Public Health Wales data shows there were seven new cases in Carmarthenshire, six in Pembrokeshire and two in Ceredigion. Across Wales, 190 new cases have been confirmed and three new suspected COVID-19 deaths have been reported. The total number of cases in Wales is now 208,694 with 5,498 deaths. No new deaths were recorded in the Huelvar area, with a total standing at 472 throughout the pandemic.